Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Catherine Biggs, and welcome to the No Ordinary Yogi podcast. I believe there is no ordinary yogi. Every yogi is a beautiful, unique human with their own story to tell. In this podcast, I'll be speaking to inspiring, extraordinary, real-life yoga students and yoga teachers who'll share their stories about their yoga experiences. Why do we practice yoga? What difference does it make to our lives? We'll be sharing our breakthroughs and our breakdowns, our favourite poses and our most memorable moments from yoga class. May these stories inspire you to continue or start your yoga practice and take a step forward into a more conscious and mindful life. Yoga's for people like us. Yoga is for everyone. Yoga doesn't care if you're young or old, stiff, flexible, tall or short. Yoga meets you where you are. There is no ordinary yogi. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to the No Ordinary Yogi podcast. I'm sorry it's been a while. Um, The last podcast that I put out was on the 12th of March. And it's not like I didn't have any podcasts ready to go. I did. Um, I had a couple that were in editing and a couple that had not even, I've not even started editing them yet. And then coronavirus happened. And I had to stop everything um, and embark on a fight to save my business, I guess. Um, So that's what I've been doing. And I thought I'd hop on today, do a solo cast and, yeah, tell you what I've been up to. And um, I don't know, whatever else um, I decide to have a little chatty ramble about. Um, I've been listening to Miranda Hart. She does a Facebook Live um, on a daily basis and um, she she has a chatty ramble and she calls it a chamble. And I, th- I think that's quite funny. And she, she's probably been quite inspirational behind me actually getting behind my microphone today and and actually record something. So, yes, I said that I've been busy, been busy trying to maintain my yoga business. Um, I think probably if you're listening to this podcast, then you know um, that I have a yoga studio called Great Malvern Yoga. And uh, we've obviously had to close it down because of the coronavirus circumstances. And I I knew straight away that, that there was no question about it that I would be taking my yoga classes online. Um, and if I'd recorded this podcast um, like three weeks ago and given you my thoughts at the time about um, taking yoga online and things, um, I think you would have got a very different militant cat um, than the one that's speaking you, to you today. A lot of people in the yoga industry appear to have been um, giving their classes away for free, um, whether that's live streaming them on Facebook or inviting people to Zoom meetings 
um, and just giving them the meeting identification number and not expecting them to pay a penny for for the yoga that they're receiving. And um, yeah, like I say, three weeks ago, I was very militant about that. And I was thinking, why are you doing this? Why why are you undermining those yoga teachers that are still trying to earn money? I have to earn money. This is my sole income. And I have to keep the yoga studio open. Yes, um, it's my yoga studio. It's my livelihood. But it's also um, the livelihood of some of the other teachers who work there. Some of them are lucky enough to have um, other jobs or they, they choose to have a full time job and just teach part time at weekends or evenings. Um, but for some of us, this is this is our way of earning money. And, you know, all my my other out, outside classes got cancelled, my, my gym classes. Um, I teach at a, a Hilton hotel in the vicinity as well. That got cancelled. Um, I teach at the Clover Mill, um, which is an Ayurvedic spa near here. That also had to be cancelled. And it was just unfortunate really and I I went into I don't think I at any point I panicked I think uh, more recently (laughs) I've I've panicked a little bit about money and and income and things but at the time I just thought I need to do the best for my yoga students and for my my fellow teachers at the yoga studio and so we've taken all of our teaching online um on zoom and and it's working really well. I think, you know, most of my um, students are enjoying it. It's a little bit weird. It's a little bit strange um, from a teaching point of view. I can't um, I can't hear my students breathing. Um, I have to mute everyone's microphone so they can't really give me feedback during the class. Um, also, I'm working on a laptop screen that's quite small. And when you've got 16 people in a class and they're all like tiny little images on a screen that's, I don't know, four or five feet away from you. It's it's really, really difficult to see what they're doing. So you have to keep getting up and walking over to the screen and peering in at them. So yeah, it, it's taken a lot of organising to get to where we are today. A heck of a lot of organising. When I, when I first started trying to take our classes online, and I I looked at the state of my mailing list. Oh my goodness! Um, if I had one tip <laughs> going forwards, this is a tip for myself, not necessarily for fellow yoga teachers or anyone that's in business. For goodness' sake, keep your mailing list up to date because I had email addresses all over the place, um, and I've had Mailchimp for years and um, populated it with email addresses every so often. And then, um, yeah, I found I'd got um, email addresses in WhatsApp. I'd got them in Facebook Messenger. I'd got them on um, my actual emails from people. And gosh, it was so confusing. And it must have taken me a, probably a good working day to to actually get all of the email ad- addresses into MailChimp in the first place, and then to segment it so that all of the Tuesday night people were getting the same email. And it has taken, yeah, time and organisation, but it's been worth it. And now I think I'm getting to the stage where I can actually breathe again and not worry so much 
about um you know can can my students download zoom are they capable of like downloading zoom do they have the devices to download it too um so yeah there were a few teething problems and if i've learned anything from this it's it's definitely the mailing list thing aside from that um i think i've been trying to look after myself uh really well it's important at this time that we keep ourselves physically strong and mentally strong as well um and a big part of that i think is is eating well um making sure that i'm getting plenty of sleep i'm making sure that i'm keeping in touch on a pretty much daily basis um with my family and you know friends and things i'm talking to a good few times a week um where i would never do that before you know i could go two months without speaking to some of the people that i would call close friends whereas now i now that i can't see them and can't just phone them up and say do you want to come for a coffee i'm trying to keep them closer by by messaging them yeah at least a couple of times a week um and and that's really helping me as well because being sort of cooped up in here in my house with my husband and my four cats um and only really getting out to go and teach people who are inside a laptop screen it could start to feel like i'm a little bit trapped i suppose but um i don't feel like that i don't feel like that at the moment um and i hope i don't feel like that and i've i've managed to to actually um take a little bit of time for me as well because people if you're listening and you know me then you know that i am rubbish at self care i am terrible at taking time for myself absolutely terrible um so this weekend um yesterday sunday i cut down a quince in the front garden and this quince is ancient and it's been annoying me for as long as we've lived here and um i i just took offense to it yesterday and decided that i was going to um <laughs> secateur it down and give it a good haircut um so it's had a lovely haircut and um i'm quite proud of myself it took me about 5 hours it was bloody big um <laughs> But yeah, just finding the time to do something aside from yoga and 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 actually making that time to do something other than yoga, thinking about yoga, practicing yoga, um talking to yoga students, um organizing them, sending emails about yoga, um please come to my yoga classes. So yeah, yesterday just cutting a bush down, just doing something real simple. It it felt good and yeah, I feel better. <laughs> feel a bit better. Um I also had a healing session this morning as well with yeah the lady that I'm doing my my healing course with and I I feel much more spacious now much more clear clearer <laughs> much clearer in my head than I did before and because you know doing all of this stuff um getting my classes online organizing the other teachers as well to get their classes online and the associated administration problems it's all draining of your energy 
you know, it it could be a lot worse for me. Please don't think that I'm moaning about my situation. I'm not. I could be trying to homeschool two nine-year-olds or something at the same time. Tried as well to drop some classes this week, a couple of classes that weren't really um, particularly well attended online. And so I've I've found myself, or I will find myself this week with, with a little bit more time and space to breathe and to actually get back to my practices, the things that are important to me. I had this conversation with Shakti the other day, and it's funny, but I'm one of those people that in times of crisis, I don't necessarily turn towards meditation or towards yoga. I tend to turn away from it. The physical practice, not so much, but definitely the the sort of mental practices, the the inward inquiry of of meditation. Um, I just let that go. I just throw it out the window. And so that's what this week's about, really, is um, coming back to it. And because I need it to be able to deliver um, decent yoga classes for my students, they don't want this fraught, stressed out person who's been wrestling with MailChimp all day. You know, I need to I need to be grounded and I need to be centred. And I will be. I will get back to that this week. And I ate a bit too much cheese at the weekend. Um, <laughs> I don't eat cow dairy, um, but I do eat goat cheese um, and sheep cheese. I, um, I try not to eat too much of them. But um, we had this cauliflower in the fridge and we'd had it for about two weeks. And um, I thought, I know I'm going to make cauliflower cheese. (laughs) So I made cauliflower cheese and it was awesome. And I think a little bit of what you fancy at this moment in time does you good. So I would highly recommend if you're feeling a tiny bit down in the dumps or even if you're feeling a lot down in the dumps, Go and get some cauliflower cheese or whatever your your go-to comfort food is and it'll make you feel a whole lot better. <laughs> um, the other thing that I've not been doing um, really is drinking enough water. Um, my, my sister bought us 1,100 tea bags um, for my birthday, <laughs> which was back in August. And, um, yeah, she bought us this um, massive bag of 1,100 tea bags, of which we've probably still got a good half of them. Um, Although we've been working our way steadily through this bag of tea bags. And when you're at home a lot of the time and you're both working and and things, you just drink so much more tea tea than you normally would on a daily basis and I mean you can even hear it in my voice my voice is a little bit croaky and it's dehydration (laughs) it's dehydration because all I'm doing is drinking (laughs) full-on cups of tea so yeah that that's on my list of (laughs) shit to get back to this week drinking water and meditating properly And, you know, I'm laughing about this and I'm laughing about it because I know that it's important to cut myself some slack 
Um, and again, if if you are listening to this and you know me well, you will know that I'm not very good at cutting myself any slack. I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to myself and possibly a bit of a workaholic um, as well. And so, yeah, finding finding a balance is important to me at the moment. And I think I've spoken about this on a podcast before, the the theory of, of balance in that. Um, so, yeah, my theory of balance is that um, if you imagine um, a set of weighing scales with, you know, there's a pan on each end that you put the weights in, and even when the scale is balanced and you've got five kilo weight on one end and you've got a five kilo weight on the other end and the scales are balanced, if you look at them closely, they are continually oscillating. And that's the thing about balance is that it, it it's not, <laughs> I would say, I would argue that it's not actually achievable not 100% you know there's always you can be doing really 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 well in in one aspect of your life and then something comes along and um puts everything completely out of whack or sometimes you think that everything's balanced and then and then you just realize it's not and I think that's what coronavirus, COVID-19, has done to the entire planet. Because the the planet wasn't in balance. Um, we were consuming too much. We were, um, as a human race, far too materialistic, far too conscious of appearances and things like that we weren't really looking after ourselves we were very much um we would put our health into the hands of other people whether that's medical professionals or whether that's um supplements or whatever you do to to kind of try and tell yourself that you're being healthy i think that this is a chance for the whole planet to redress the balance and the world's going to be a very different place in a few months time hopefully in a few months time when we can all get out and leave our houses again and and socialize i think we're going to find that people have changed what people care about has changed what people's priorities are have changed and i i hope that things will have changed for the better i i strongly believe that things will have changed for the better this is all i wanted to say really i think by the time i've cut this down it will be about 15 minutes of of chambling perhaps it's just nice for you to hear about what i've been up to if you feel like you want to come and join us for online yoga, then it's a lot of fun, actually. And um, I'm, I'm really happy and comfortable teaching online now. I did worry a little bit at first about, you know, does my bum look big in this and that kind of thing. But do you know what? You've just got to get out of your own way and get over yourself. And people aren't there looking at your bum they're interested in what you've got to say and in the yoga that you're teaching them.
So, yeah, you, you, the size of your ass really doesn't matter. <laughs> I'd just like to say to everyone to look after yourselves. Look after your physical and mental well-being and that of those around you and those people that you live with. Keep cutting yourself some slack and just be happy. Be happy, be well. And if you're not, then send me a message and I'll send you some words of cat wisdom back. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We'll be back to normal schedule on Thursday with podcasts. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of No Ordinary Yogi. If you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review this podcast, as it really makes a difference and it'll only take you a tiny moment of your time. If you'd like to continue the conversation or ask me any questions, come and connect with me over on Instagram at NoOrdinaryYogi or visit the website www.noordinaryyogi.yoga where you can send me a message or join the mailing list to stay up to date with what we're up to. If you're local to Malvern, Worcestershire in the UK and you fancy joining us for a yoga class at the studio, please visit www.greatmalvernyoga.co.uk and you'll be able to see the complete timetable of classes we offer. Have an amazing day and I'll catch you in the next episode.